Are sites like Complex ruining how we value sneakers today? We're getting into that and a lot more this week on Fire Footwear. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Fire Footwear. As always, this is your host, Matt Freights. I hope that this finds you well. I'm very, very happy that you are here. And I just am glad to be doing this show once again for you. I hope that you had a good time getting a little bit of a glimpse into what was in my rotation over the summer. It's going to change. It always changes. If you're in the sneaker game, you know this. We always have these love affairs with these shoes over the course of time. And for me, those are the shoes that I have been wearing a lot lately. As a matter of fact, I just wore the Sean Watherspoons the other day. It is what it is. You end up wearing a lot of the same things. But as these seasons turn over, I can guarantee you that I'm going to be wearing a lot of different things. And I myself am getting very excited. As you can see, I'm wearing a hoodie today. Down here in the DMV, it was in the 70s. But in the morning and at night, we can get away with wearing hoodies and shorts. And I'm just going to do it because I love hoodies. I cannot wait for more crisp weather. And I feel sorry for a lot of you that are living in the state of Florida or any of those southern states because, my goodness, it is still very, very hot. As I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about this week, I was thinking about all these outlets like Complex, and I've realized that over the course of the last month or so, I've heard a lot of conversing about the true value of sneakers, and it got me to thinking about what does that actually mean. But before we get into that, I want to talk about Complex a little bit because I think, for lack of a better term, that it is a little complex in terms of the issue. I think it's fair to say that Complex is probably the preeminent sneaker news outlet right now. They obviously do a lot more than just sneakers, but I think when it comes to sneakers, in terms of the mainstream, many, many people in the culture are consuming their content, and I think that they have a familiarity with their content that is second to none in the sneaker game. Obviously, there's other presses like Sneaker News, Detroit, and all that kind of stuff, but I truly believe that Complex is the place where everybody is following. If you look at their social media handles, if you look at their YouTube pages, Millions of people follow them. Millions of people seek out their content. They do a lot of other things besides sneakers, but I think that in terms of the lane of sneakers, they do a lot of good work there. But when I was thinking about Complex, it got me to want to break it down a little bit more based off of all the conversations that I've heard about them and the idea about valuing sneakers and what goes into valuing sneakers. Well, the thing about Complex is that I think that they present their material obviously in a very, very polished way, but I think that there is a bias that is sort of inherent to the way that they do business that needs to be recognized. I'm not saying that it should sway you in any way, one way or the other, but I think that we need to recognize just how flawed Complex is in terms of their status within the culture. I personally do not believe that Complex represents a vast majority of sneaker culture in terms of their content. Because I think when you look at shows that they have, like Sneaker Shopping, Full Size Run, and the podcast, I think that for the most part, what they're representing is the upper echelon of the culture. And let's face it, many of us, probably myself included at one point in time, was seeking out their content because of the people that they had on, because of the access that they had. I know having watched Joe LaPuma before, and let me just be straight about this, he's a very, very charismatic person. I think that he's very knowledgeable. I think he seems very genuine. So this is not a personal indictment on him. But obviously when he does his sneaker shopping show, all the people that are on there are paying exorbitant resale prices for these shoes because, and this is the point I think that is most important, most if not all of the people that come on sneaker shopping actually have the means to be able to spend that kind of money without really having to think. If you think about the entirety of that show, how many celebrities have had a price come up that they said no thank you to? Maybe one or two. 
And I think some of those were the what the dunks that were like $20,000. But for the most part, they are giving you people who are talking about the culture. And I've used Michael Strahan as an example of this, but he's just one of many. So I'm not picking on him. But many of these people are coming from a place where the amount of disposable income they have is the amount of money that would change a lot of people's lives, my life included. Many people, if they had $10,000 to spend on sneakers, would be able to better their life in so many other significant ways. And so a lot of these celebrities that come on that show, I think, don't represent many of us in the culture. So they can go to all of these stores and look at all these resale prices. And I think what has happened is we think that the shoes are actually worth that. Now, when I was an economics major in college, the most fundamental thing that I learned was that something is worth what people are willing to pay for it. So in terms of standard issue economics, the resale market does determine how much a shoe is worth in terms of what other people are willing to pay for it. But when you really dig a little bit deeper, to me, it's a lot more nuanced than that. I don't think it comes down to just a price tag on a shoe. I think value is determined in so many different ways. But the more and more that I see complex and the more and more that I see them giving us people that have a completely different life outcome than everybody else, I think that it skews what it means to actually have value in a shoe. Because somebody who has the means and has the income to be able to spend whatever they want on a shoe doesn't see the resale market in any way as a bad thing. Let's take Fat Joe, for example. He's somebody that Complex puts out there a lot. He's somebody that talks about the collection that he has and how much he has paid in resale for this. And what we have done is we've glorified that kind of behavior to think that, well, I need to do that to be real in this culture. I need to pay resale prices. And this is not a rep versus retail thing in the slightest. This comes down to what you should be paying for something based off of what it actually is worth. And let's think about a sneaker for a second. When we think about items that cost more, let's take cars, for example, there is a fundamental difference between a Honda Accord and a Mercedes or any other type of regular person car, which is what I own, and a luxury car, which less than 1% of the population probably owns if you really think about it. And so there is a difference between what goes into those cars. The parts and the maintenance and everything that goes into a Mercedes is completely different than what goes into a Honda. A Honda has a completely different function. It really has a lot more to do with practicality and usability, whereas a BMW or a Mercedes, that's about something else. There is a status symbol that comes with having a Mercedes or any other type of expensive car. I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm just saying that it does exist. Many people want to own a luxury vehicle because of what it implies about them. And sneakers has become that. But the difference is there is a performance difference in a Mercedes than there is in a Honda. You're going to buy a Mercedes or a BMW or a Ferrari because of what it can do on the road. A Honda Accord is never going to be able to live up to that standard because the quality of the parts that goes into the craftsmanship of that vehicle is completely different. They are trying to meet two different objectives. But let's take sneakers, for example. Is there any sneaker out there? Let's take the Jordan 1 Chicago. Take the history away from it. Is there any fundamental difference between the Jordan 1 Chicago and any Jordan 1 that comes out today in the year 2023? The answer to that is no. They functionally have the same function. They do the same thing. They are meant for the same purpose. There is not one thing about them that makes them stand out. The Travis 1 Mocha doesn't stand out from another shoe because of how differently it is built. It uses materials that have been used on every type of Jordan 1 since the beginning. It uses just about every type of material in terms of the tooling that's inside of it. The only difference is the fact that it has a reverse swoosh and it has Cactus Jack branding on it. That's it. That is what drives the market. This is not the difference between a Honda Accord and a Mercedes or any type of luxury vehicle. Again, this is just my outlook on this. But when we talk about value, it means more than the price tag. 
What value truly means is what does it mean to me and what this shoe can do for me? And I think we need to be a little bit more realistic in what that means to us. When I look at a shoe, I never think about it in terms of what it can do for me. When I wear it, what does it do for me in terms of clout? What does it do for me in terms of the attention that I get? I think of it as what does it do for me inside my heart? How does it make me feel? Does it make me feel better? Do I like this shoe aesthetically? That's all that matters to me. But at the end of it all, it is really just a shoe made up of leather and stitching and other types of parts. There is no difference in terms of what it is intended for. When you get into other quote unquote genres of shoes, let's take running shoes for example, all of these shoe companies are trying to better one another in terms of the technology that is going into that shoe because there is a fundamental difference between buying a Skechers running shoe, an Asics running shoe, or a Nike running shoe. They're all trying to meet different objectives. But in my opinion, when it comes to lifestyle sneakers, which is what we're all trying to go for, none of those are trying to meet different objectives. They may be telling a different story, but they're not trying to meet a different objective. I think that's very important for us to understand and very important for us to know. Because if we really want to decide how much we want to pay for a shoe, we have to determine for ourselves personally how much it is worth to us. And it goes so much further than just whatever StockX or GOAT is telling us. Because the people that are driving those prices don't have the same objectives that you do. They don't have the same subjective reasoning to want to pay for something. Some people have a different emotional attachment to a shoe than others. And that is truly what should drive what makes you want to pay something. But let's take a shoe, for example, and you put it in front of you. There's nothing that is going to make it stand out. There's nothing that makes the Union Jordan 1s $1,000 versus any other Jordan 1, except for the hype that is built into it and what other people have decided that they want to pay, which is what has dictated what you want to pay. We need to get away from this paradigm. We need to start thinking differently. And I want you to go into your sneaker collection and look at all the shoes that you have and think about the money that you have spent. Doesn't matter if it's retail, doesn't matter if it's rep. Are they worth what you paid for them? Are they really worth that? Think about it, because I think that that's very important. In tough economic times, we really need to think about how we spend our money. Sneakers are a luxury. They're a nice to have. Do not let outlets like Complex or anybody else dictate how much you think a shoe is worth. And that goes to anybody. When you think about people who say reps are for people who can't afford it, no, reps are for people that mostly, mostly want to pay a fair economic price for it. Because when I look at a shoe, to me, it actually is the same amount of money as any other shoe that is pressed on the line. It doesn't matter how much hype goes into it. It doesn't matter what other people think that it's worth. It's what I think that it's worth. And so I'm going to spend my money in that kind of way. You should spend it however you see fit. But what I want the objective of this video to do and this podcast to do right now is to make you think about what that value actually is and what it is that you are using to determine it. And before we get into the release of the week, a word from our new sponsor, New Era Caps. What's up, everyone? Iceman here. New Era Cap is the official headwear provider of the MLB, NFL, and the NBA, and a global brand of sport, culture, and self-expression for over 100 years. Whether it's to match your fit of the day or root on your favorite sports team, New Era Cap will always have you covered. As a born and raised New Englander and former marathon runner, the Boston Marathon holds a special place in my heart. The Red Sox New Era City Connect series, designed in the Boston Marathon's colors, are a great reminder to me of my heritage my past, present, and future on full display. I wear this hat often, both on and off camera. 
If you want to support your favorite team, wear what the players wear, or accentuate your favorite pair of sneakers, New Era has you covered. Shop the official headwear by visiting neweracap.com slash Iceman and use code Iceman at checkout and get 15% off. That's right, 15% off. Get after it and save now. So what do sneakers actually mean to you? I think that that is very important. And while you think about that, we're going to get into the release of the week. Release of the week where I try to highlight a shoe that has caught my eye that I think you should look into. It's not always hype. Rarely is it. But sometimes it can be. It's just a shoe that has caught my eye that I want you to know about. Coming out on September 23rd, two days after my father's birthday, is the Air Jordan 2 Black Cement. Now, the Air Jordan 3 Black Cement is one of the most iconic shoes of all time. The Jordan 2 has kind of had a moment over the last year, year and a half. And I think this shoe is one of the most underrated releases of the year. I love everything about it because I actually am not as big of a fan of the Jordan 3 Black Cement as many other people. I appreciate where it is in the culture. I appreciate why it has the standing that it does. But to me, it just isn't a shoe that works for me. This Jordan 2 Black Cement 100% works for me. And I'm really, really excited for it to come out because I think it is absolute fire. I think that they did a great job in making the aesthetic work. I think it has a vintage vibe. It has a new age vibe. And on the Jordan 2, I think everything about it works. I'm so very excited for it. Whether I go for it or not is a different thing because quite honestly, I'm looking at how I'm spending my money in other places and deciding if it's the right thing to do. But if I do, I guarantee you I'm gonna hit it hard. I'm gonna rock it hard. And just like every other shoe, you should wear everything that's in your collection, no matter how much you actually think it's worth. And that gets down to the end here. What is a sneaker actually worth to you and what do you use to determine how much it is worth to you? Get in touch with the show. At Fire Footwear is the handle on Instagram. It's where I get the most interaction. It's where I post a lot of sneaker pics. I just had some pickups, as you know, last week. So if you want to check that out, check out that handle there. On Facebook, Fire Footwear, you can search there if you want to find the show on Facebook. And Apple and Spotify, if you're listening, make sure to hit like, make sure to hit review, all that good stuff. If you're watching this on YouTube, like, subscribe, all that stuff. It's not mandatory, but it does help a lot. And please support the Matty Ice Media Network, mattyicemedia.com, for all of the other podcasts that we have. Do not forget, if you want to save 15% on your next New Era purchase, use code ICEMAN when you go to neweracap.com slash ICEMAN. Help me pay some of the bills, get yourself some discounts, and make sure that your fits are in the right place. I want to thank you all for tuning in this week. I hope this finds you well. I hope this finds you safe. And as always, I will see you next week. This is Fire Footwear. The opinions and viewpoints expressed on Fire Footwear are those of Matt Freights and his guests and not necessarily those of the Matty Ice Media Network. Fire Footwear is exclusively owned by Matt Freights and is brought to you by the Matty Ice Media Network.